SWBC Mortgages Cowboys Cross Cross Talk. Check this out. Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Brought to you by A Number One Air, the official HVAC and electric partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. The National Medal of Honor Museum. Join the mission at mohmuseum.org. And by SWBC Mortgage. Customized solutions to help you meet your personal and business goals. Visit SWBC.com. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton and Kevin Gray. Welcome to Super Wild Card Weekend in the National Football League. It is Cowboys Crosstalk, presented by SWBC, live at the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Kevin Gray of 105 through the fan. Joined every single Wednesday by my main man, six-time Pro Bowler, three-time Super Bowl champion, member of the Black College Football Hall of Fame, my man, Nate Newton. Good yeah, to see you, yeah, sir. Yeah, what's going yeah, on? Y'all yeah, make some noise up? for big Nate in the building. Yeah. Uh, what's up, Woody? Yeah. Next to me on my left here, proud Missouri Tiger, much like myself. You can find him on DallasCowboys.com. Longtime Dallas Cowboys beat writer, Mickey Spagnola Spag, joining us here Spag. on Cowboys Cross Talk, presented by SWBC. Spag, yeah, we Mickey, gotta good put to a, see we you. We got to put a, uh, a pillow behind him to keep him up. That's, That's right. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Don't, worry, all right. don't you worry about Nate. Don't worry about Nate. You're the guest. Don't even worry about I've Nate tonight. I've been dealing with Nate for so long. <laughs> yeah, I know it. I know it. But joining yeah. us tonight are a Cowboys legend here at the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Now, I'm going to go through your bona fides, so just bear with me, okay? Yeah, yeah. He is a pro football Hall of Fame finalist for the class of 2023. Yes, yes, yes. The number 37 overall pick in 1992's NFL yes. draft out of Arizona State. Right. Three-time Super Bowl champion. Yes. The all-time leading tackler in Cowboys history. Real tackle. He is a four-time All-Pro, a five-time yeah. Pro Bowler. Oh, was elected man. to Come the Cowboys on, Ring of Honor in 2015. 26 career yes. interceptions. Yes. And was the 2003 Walter Payton NFL's Man of the Year finalist wow. for the Dallas Cowboys. He is Darren Woodson yes, joining sir. us here up, up, up at the Cowboys Club. Woody, man. <laughs> What's going on, Darren? Wow. Good to oh, see you, man. Kev, yeah. I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Wow. This, who's this loud dude to my <laughs> right. wow. This is, this this is, is what I do is every Wednesday. No, no, this is the newt I've known wow. forever. Yes. Like, when I walked yes. in the locker room, this is the first dude I met, and I was like, goodness <laughs> Lord. <laughs> and you're stop. you're in charge of him tonight. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's right. Yes. I hope to keep Nate at bay tonight as we get ready for Wild Card Weekend. And we are live on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network on 105.3 The Fan. Appreciate you joining us, however and wherever you may be listening to us. As the Cowboys get ready to take on Tom Brady mm. and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday Night Football. Nate, I want to start with you because yes, you yes, weren't sir. playing Monday Night Football playoff games when you were out here winning Super Bowls. Yeah. What do you think about Monday Night Football on Super Wild Card Weekend and your Dallas Cowboys visiting Tom Brady? And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I really like it because it, you you are it. it. A lot of times you have an evening game or a noon game and an evening game. Right. Uh, you know, he's, you know, but now you are it. You are situated where the world can see you. And if you got anything special about you, any type dog in you, mm. now it's time for that dog to holler, scream, bark, loud, whatever you got to do. So I'm, I'm down with this, man. Yeah. Yeah, I want the world to see that the Cowboys finna do something they ain't never did. That's beat Tom Brady and them Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Darren, yeah. you know a little yeah. something about playing in prime time. This Cowboys team will be on display for the world to see on Monday Night Football. What's the mindset shift that takes place as you get ready for 
coming out of the regular season and into uh, the playoffs and what that looks like for a player? Well, I think that you always hear these cliches that, oh, it's just a football game and mm -hmm. nothing ever changes. Uh, no, that's BS. Like, yeah. this is it's different. It's different when you get into the playoffs. Then it's a different elevation when you get in to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. But the, the lights are on. Everybody's watching. There's more journalists on the field. There's more reporters. There's more cameras on the field. Uh, there's so much more attention because no one's playing. Everybody's, everybody's out fishing now. Yeah. And, and the, the special teams that have gotten, it, gotten there are the ones who are, who are playing. Now, I'm a little different than, than Newt. I don't want to play on Monday night. <laughs> I mean, I do want to play you on the You don't mind the, the lights, day of rest? But no, I want the rest. I yeah. want to play on Saturday yeah. and then win that game and then get, get, get a couple more days. But, that's, that's, but again, to, the, to your question, it is, it's special and it's only so many players. There's players that I've played, played against who've never been to the playoffs yeah. and had long careers and still never got there. And, and to get there for that moment, it, it's, it's – it's, uh, it's breathtaking when you run out of that tunnel, man. There's no better feeling than running out of that tunnel for a playoff game, man. Yeah. Because it's just, it, it's on you. Like Newt said, it's on, everyone's watching you. You can't make the, the, the if you make the mistake, everybody's watching. If you everybody's make the big play, yeah. it, you're the dog. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's yeah. in love with you. So yeah. that's, you know, it's, it's the greatest stage on earth, man. You know, that Monday night playoff game's great until you win. And then you got to play on a short week, a week the on a following week. Sunday, That's right? the hard thing about it, man. That, and that's and Nate know, said, no, let me let, let, me, me, let, let me go ahead. <laughs> let me tell you something, Woody. If they, they have designated off days <laughs> in, the, in the NFL, <laughs> right. you have three and four days off, off during the year. During the year. Yeah. Not doing it just a bye week. Mm -hmm. These guys, if you're not ready for this year and you're not in shape and, and rested up, what it is. They ain't gonna make them play on Saturday. They gonna right. play on Sunday. Right. So they, this, they look. I, hey. I, I don't care when they play. They gotta get a win. Yeah. Like, like to me, it's that's it's, the bottom line. Like Saturday, right Sunday, Monday. Hey, we played on Thursday, and then flipped around. Place you gotta get a win. Yeah. And you gotta do whatever it yeah. takes. And this is when, this is this, that time where the guys like Tyron Smith and, and Zach Martin and, and D Law, the veteran guys that have that have been in that locker room. Hey, I, when I came in as a rookie. I had to look at this man to get me ready yeah. for the game because I didn't know what the hell to expect, right? <laughs> right? So you expect your leaders, you expect your veteran players to not only get you ready for Sunday, but also make it intentional. The, right. the, the week of, of watching film, I remember Ken Norton, I'm coming in, and Ken Norton had us all there until 7 p.m. Wow. Right. Ordered in pizzas <laughs> when we got into the playoffs. That's, that's the intentional that you have to have, and your leader's going to have to step up and do those things. So that was your rookie year. That was my rookie year, and again, I had no idea what that playoff atmosphere was. I remember walking out and, and, and playing in that game and thinking, holy, this ain't a regular season game. <laughs> right, I right. can't breathe running down the kick on the kickoff <laughs> yeah. team. And the game felt like it was moving so much faster than right. what we were seeing in a regular season until yeah. you settle down. And once you settle down, then things lightened up. But it, it was, there was a lot of intensity involved. So Nate had a two-game head start on you, right? Because you would have played – in the playoffs the year before. Or 91, games, yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And that was your first two. I'm, I'm going to tell you something, man. We, remember we lost to, we lost to Detroit. No, I wasn't there yet. I was watching y'all on TV. They know we. He's like, don't no put that on me. No, I wasn't on that, that on team. Either. Either. I wasn't on that team yeah. just yet. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the week before that, we, we, I think we beat Chicago. Yes, yeah. at Chicago. And we went in, and I've told this story a thousand times. And we walked in that locker room. 
and we were all celebrating. One mm. stat from one stat all the way down, man. Campo, you hit yeah. your coach. Yeah. All, everybody celebrating. Because Jimmy was talking to the head coach of the deal outside. Mm -hmm. He came in and he stopped. Because, you know, I'm always looking for Jimmy because he my single yeah. guy to let me know <laughs> how to act. Yeah. And so I'm looking for him. Jimmy looked. He looked at me. You know how he going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fixed his hair and he slammed that door. Yeah, you son of a. He went to cussing, calling us all type of thing. If y'all satisfied with this bull, he went off for like five minutes. Right. But the bottom line is when he got through with us, we were so we were somber or sober or whatever the word yeah. is, and we realized like this man wants to go to something different. Yeah, yeah. something special yeah. out there. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so the, and then y'all came in and just oh my god, yeah. Yeah. A, a infusion of young great talent. We took off. I wonder if anybody walked in last year after they mm. won, after they lost, and slammed that door and say this is not what we are. Yeah. We it's a bigger yeah. picture. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So I'm just saying. You well, know, they are going to be taking on a young man. I don't even want to call him young anymore because he's 45, but he's still handling business. Set the NFL record. Young for, to us. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. Young to us and some younger to some. Um, but set the NFL record for completions and attempts this year, did Tom Brady. And this is a Cowboys team, 12-5, and back-to-back -back years, 24 wins over the past two years. Mm. Mickey, I'm going to start with you on this one because there's a lot of pressure when you are the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys to win and win big in the playoffs. For Mike McCarthy, how much more pressure is there on him given what he was brought here to do because his resume says he knows how to do this in January, and now he has another opportunity after what happened last year to redeem himself, how much pressure is on Coach Mike McCarthy? I, I don't. I don't think he looks at it that way. I mean, there's pressure anytime you get in the playoffs, regardless of when you showed up or how long you're here, right? Uh, and I don't think he's sitting there going, "Oh, if I don't win this game, I'm not coaching anymore." Uh, it's that sometimes the pressure can be overwhelming, right? He's got to just kind of treat this thing and. They got to understand it's important, but he can't make it bigger than it is, and then yeah. you get in the game and freeze, right? right. Uh, I think they understand how important it is. And talking about what Nate said, that loss to San Francisco still eating at these guys. Right. As a matter of fact, J. Ron Kirst said it today. I remember what that feels like, and I don't want to feel like that again. Right. Mm, right. Uh, so that's kind of been a motivation uh, point for them this year that, that they felt like they let one get away last year uh, when they got beat in the first round. Yeah, but you know what, Mick, I also, I, I think there is pressure. I think there's a ton of pressure. And I think that pressure really mounted up at the end of this season, when, especially going into Washington last week. Mm -hmm. They wanted to win that game. Right. Like, they, the intent was to win that football game regardless because they, they had no idea what was going on in Philly with Philly and, and the Giants. They went in to win that football game, and let's be honest, got slapped in the mouth. Yeah. Right? Now you have doubt. Doubt does creep in when you lose at the end of the season. It does. It's just it's have a part of it. Did that ever happen to us? Did that ever happen to us? At the Make end of the season? Yeah, for a playoff I, I, team. No, I remember in 92, we lost our last game. We lost was a Thanksgiving Day game right. where we, it was a snow game against right. Miami. Then we right. just went on a roll okay. after that. I can't remember in 93 or 94. But what you want to do is you want to build that momentum because especially for mm. the younger guys like the Deron uh, Bland. Bland's, Bland's of the world, and the young yeah. guys, look, they don't. They don't forget e as easy. They don't have amnesia like the veteran guys <laughs> say, hey, we'll put this behind us, mm -hmm. we'll move on. They remember getting their asses handed to them last <laughs> right, week. Right, that's right. what they remember. Now they got to reset themselves. And, that's, again, that's where the leadership comes in. Right. That's where Coach McCarthy's got to come in and say, hey, reset, it's done. 
last week happened. Now we're on to, to Tampa Bay and we're moving on. And the leadership has to do the same because the young guys like myself, when I first came in, if we would have lost the last game of the right, season right. and we had to win that, we played the New York Giants in the Meadowlands, we had to win that game. Yeah, 93. We, 93. Yeah. We won that game. And guess what? The confidence level just went out the roof. Yes. If we would have lost that game, holy cow. That's <laughs> right. a different deal. It's well, just you, you remember what happened the last game in the 92 season, right? You were playing, the, I believe it was the Bears, and you were beating them, and some running back fumbled in the end, end zone. zone. Yeah, yeah. Well, not, uh, and yeah, he wasn't no. there for the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah, that's right, Kirby. Swerving no. Kirby, wasn't yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Swerving Kirby right on yeah. out that door. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he swerved and right on out the door. I like, wow. He, I like wow. Swerve, too. Yeah, yeah Swerve was cool nice, dude. dude. He was and Jimmy, nice. Cool and Jimmy understood, this guy's not going to be here next year. Yeah. I'm going to set the tone right now Jimmy was after wrong, this though, game. man. I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna tell you <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy was wrong by that, man. That's, yeah. That was cruel, man. Yeah, but it was. I, but I'm going to tell you, so Kervin Richards had some some fumble troubles earlier in the season. And we used to do what we call inside run. Yeah. And when you do inside run, it's like you don't have the cornerbacks. You have the safeties, but the safeties can't hit anybody. It's just offensive line, running backs. Stay inside the tackles. Stay inside the tackles. And the safeties aren't live. All we do is we just fit up and make sure, like, if Emmett gets the ball, we just got to stand there and go, okay, this is our fit. Well, Emmett's not in this drill. Right. Jimmy puts – Kervin Richards in, and he tells the safeties, me and James Washington, <laughs> you're live. You're live. Yeah. Right? You're live, yeah. and there is no one to block us. There's no wide receiver. So free. We're free. He's, and it's all inside, right? So it's Stay like he's, he's got to be in. He, he's either hitting a B gap right. or he's hitting a C gap. Right. Yeah. And we're coming downhill. Downhill. Boom. And they were trying to let, separate him from the ball. And Jimmy's like, you ain't hitting them hard enough. He's wow. mad at us, right? So, but that's, that was the mentality yeah. of, of Jimmy Johnson and that coaching staff. Yeah. Before we take our first break, I want to ask this question to Nate. Then I want to go to Darren real quick. Nate, you walk into this locker room on Monday night. What are you telling this football team about this moment against Tom Brady and the Tampa mm. Bay Buccaneers? You prepare for it all year. You, you put in the sweat equity to be where you are. Now pay attention to detail. You've worked all week, and, I, and this is where Jimmy was good at. He wasn't good during the year unless it was a big game. Mm-hmm. But this is where he was good at, and getting these guys prepared. And that's the things I remember. You've done the detail work. Now go out and let, and let your talent show. And so and they would put us in the right position to win, and we would just roll, brother. What that's is, what I would tell a young guy. Mm-hmm. What does Darren Woodson tell this team about this moment on Monday night? They're the better team. Yes. We are the better team. And we should go down there and kick their <laughs> And that's exactly what I, I mean. You don't have to be uh, elaborate with a big speech. Dead in. You got to feel like you are the better team and that you are going to move them around and dominate this football game. It's as simple as that. Mm. Well, how, many, how many times did we hear that, man? Oh, bro. <laughs> how many times? Oh. I, I'm serious. How many times did we hear? You yeah. know what? We went to Green Bay. I mean, Wisconsin one time. He said, I don't care how we, what the score is. We are the better team. Yeah. Mm. No. Let's take be our positive. Yeah. Got to be positive. Got to take positive for sure. You don't want to totally forget that Washington game, but right. you can't sit there and dwell on you it. Can't, right? well, you got to move it's on, over. man. It's right. over with. And again, it's reset, reset, and get a, to get the mindset of like it's almost like an arrogance that you have to have walking yes. out that tunnel. And hopefully that's what they have when they go to Tampa Bay. Sort of the way San Francisco did last year. Kind of the same. Oh, you bringing up old stuff. Nick. Here you go, bringing up old stuff now. The whole thing. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. 
Let's take our first break here on Cowboys Crosstalk, presented by SWBC at SWBC. Customized solutions for individuals and businesses are just a click away. Visit SWBC.com to learn more and start your next adventure. Kevin Gray of 105 through the fan. Nate Newton, six-time Pro Bowl, three-time Super Bowl champion. DallasCowboy.com's Mickey Spagnuolo and our Cowboys legend, Pro Football Hall of Fame finalists for Class of 23, Darren Woodson joining us here live at the Cowboys Club. Coming up next here on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network, let's talk a little quarterback, Dak Prescott. What does this moment look like for him going up against a seven-time Super Bowl champion? We talk about that next here on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. WBC Mortgages Cowboys Crosstalk. Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. 
Back here on Cowboys Crosstalk, presented by SWBC Mortgage. SWBC Mortgage joined the more than 120,000 customers that we've helped to find their happier way home. Visit SWBCMortgage.com to find a pro today. Kevin Gray of 105 through the fan, our six-time Pro Bowl, a three-time Super Bowl champion. My co-host Nate Newton right here at the Cowboys Club. Mickey Spagnola of DallasCowboys.com. And pro football, Hall of Fame finalist, yes, class of 2023, mm. Darren Woodson, our Darren. Cowboys legend, joining us here live on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network as your Cowboys get ready to take on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Todd Bowles, and this team, winners, you can call them that, I guess, of the NFC South, even with an 8-9 and nine record. Take on a Cowboys team that's 12-5. and five. And, Darren, I want to start with you because Dak Prescott's going to be under the microscope yeah. in this game, a player who – since week seven and coming back has led a team to score over 35 points per game, but at the same time has 15 interceptions on the season, which leads the National Football mm -hmm. League. This moment for him going against Tom Brady, what do you want to see from him that we maybe haven't seen from him over the last several you weeks? You know what, just the, 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 the consistency and the flexibility. I think the one thing that we haven't seen with Dak, what's really made him special, especially when he began, became the starting quarterback, was that he didn't always just use his arm. There was times where he would go get it to be first and 10, and he would run and get maybe six yards, right, and make it second and four or whatnot. And then they would convert those downs. But there was something about the way that Dak, and, and, and it's hard as a defensive player when you have to defend a guy, not only in the pocket, but you get your back turned and you're playing a two-man coverage, you have your back turned, and then the quarterback runs and gets those extra yards. Mm -hmm. Those are some of the things. But then also, he doesn't have to win the game by himself. Now, there's some underneath throws that are there for him to, to make. Make some of those underneath throws. And don't look at it as, look, I, I still think that people are talking about Dak being under pressure. Brady's under pressure as well. Sure. He's on, I mean, he's, his legacy of being this dominant quarterback, this could possibly be his last game. So there's a lot of questions about his situation as well. Don't even worry about that. It's not him against Brady. It's, him, it's about Dak Prescott executing the offense and winning the football game in the end. And that's it. Don't turn the ball over. Have good conversations. Have those strong conversations <laughs> with your guys. And that's it, man. I don't think you got to put too much pressure on Dak in this situation. Speaking of those guys, Nate, this offensive line has struggled a little bit over the last couple of weeks. And we saw on Sunday against Washington, Tyron Smith over at right tackle struggling there as well. What are you seeing on film that the Cowboys offensive line needs to do against Vita Vea and these boys from Tampa on Monday night? You, you got to hope uh, that uh, – the Oddish makes it back. You got to hope that everything can go back to normal. Mm -hmm. uh, we need the, the young guy, Tyler Smith, out to the left tackle. We need McGovern at the, at the left guard. We need to get back to that. Uh, you, you know, everybody keeps saying the run game is uh, falling off of steals. Hey, yeah, a little bit. But you still have – what you need to do is go back and find the successful runs against your tougher defenses. Mm -hmm. This is what we can run against a 3-4. This is what we were the best at in the 4-3. In the and, and, and try to execute those plays. Tyron Smith is enough. Yes, he's not the guy he used to be, but he's enough. But if you can get those other three guys back in their normal places and run the successful plays that you ran and stay even with the chains, I believe that we have enough at receiver and enough at tight end as long as the quarterback play within himself and understand, like what he said, we ain't never looked at it as, you know, people keep telling me about how Dak outdueled or stand tall with yeah. every other quarterback. But I ask one question. 
at the end of the day, did you win the game? Right. That's what that, matters. Nobody remembers that Tom Brady done threw for uh, uh, 300,000 miles. Right. All they keep <laughs> saying is, yeah, all they keep saying is seven-time Super Bowl winner. That's right. And that is what I hope Dak sit back and say, you know what? I just need to win the game. Find yeah. a way to win. Yeah. 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 Mickey, how and does this team find make, a way to win? That and this will make you feel good. When I left the locker room today, I walked by Biotish, and I yeah. said, are you good? He goes, I'm good. Are you good? Yeah. And I'm going, yeah, I'm good, <laughs> but that doesn't matter, you know. Vita Vey so ain't coming down he on you. Said, <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. I might have to That's deal with sure. Nate Newton during the week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he, I, look. I saw him doing his rehab out there, yeah. and if he's got an eye, a high ankle sprain that's bothering him, he was pushing one of those one-man sleds with right, the weight right. at the mm. end of it, and he had no problems doing was it. Was Britt Brown with him? Yes. Oh, God. He's ready. He'll be ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Like, I, <laughs> if Britt is sitting there with him, he, he's going to so figure out a I way to get I think he's ready, and that means everybody moves back to their spot, and I think that was a big problem yeah. in that game, that – Dak never got comfortable in the pocket. There was just too much business around him. And you know how quarterbacks say they start seeing ghosts? Yeah. I think he was hurrying himself when he didn't need to hurry. He, the throws were high. He wasn't stepping into them because he's trying to get rid of the ball. I don't think he ever got comfortable. He needs to get comfortable. And I think if they get that line back together the way it was, look, and you've said it, the offensive line has kind of carried this team. Mm -hmm. I mean, if it wasn't for the offensive line, Cooper Rush doesn't do what he did, right, right? Right. And then when Dak gets back, he's not sitting there, you know, he didn't have to throw for 300 and 400 yards. He just needed to be efficient, and right. he was. Uh, and they were winning games despite the interceptions, right? right? They were still scoring 36 points a game despite those yeah. interceptions. So that's how good they can be if they – if he figures out he doesn't have to win the game with every throw, right? right? Sometimes check it down. It's okay. Yeah. Pollard and, and Zeke will do a nice job. You don't have to fit it into this tight little uh, window all the time, <coughs> and, and that kind of gets them in trouble. Uh, but other than that, if the other guys will catch the ball and quit tipping that them. That would be a great. How yeah. many tip passes did you intercept? Oh I want to know. Yeah. Did you get any of those? I wish I would have had more, but yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. you did do too bad. You got 26 of them. You did do too bad. I'm going to ask you all quick. Can y'all turn the page, man? Y'all asking Dak to turn the page, and y'all still going on. <laughs> <laughs> Can y'all turn the page? Come on, no, man. No, I wanted to point out. Turn the page, man. I wanted to point out. We in the playoffs, Go, Dakota. Go, Dakota. How many drop passes they had into interception? what we yeah. worry about that. It's, it's a new season. It's, a, it, it, it's, it's not 2023. It's a new season. It's a new season, yeah. man. You better look. I just want this team to believe in who they are. Thank like you. They, this is a, this is so a very me, good football you, team. Who is this team? That, and that's the question. At the end of the season, it looked a little different than it yeah. did earlier in the season. But this is a very good football team. This is a Super Bowl champion type football team. I honestly believe that. I think they have the personnel that, that's that's there. I think the coaching staff is a really strong per, uh, uh, coaching staff. It's just the, the, the belief that every week that they have to play at a high level. They're going to mm -hmm. have to play at a high level. It's not like they just can dominate anyone. It's not, sure. gonna, it's not happening that way, right? But every game has to be the, with the intent of we're going to – this is a battle. We're going to play four quarters. We're going to hit you in the mouth. We might get punched in the mouth. But in the end, we're going to be there. But if they just have that belief. Because yes. I, think the, I think this organization has the belief in the players. I'm not sure if the players truly – 
truly believe that they can get this done. Because I think, Nate, what we are looking at is, is this the team that went 40-3 to against the Minnesota Vikings and dominated from start to finish, or is this the team that needed the 98-yard drive to beat the Houston Texans at AT&T Stadium? Which Cowboys, which version of this team shows up in your mind against Tampa on Monday night? I just think... And I was telling Mick, you get off that fence. Yeah. <laughs> get off that fence. No, no, that was a direct question. You get off that fence. I'm not. This game would be won or lost without offensive line. Mm -hmm. They have to set tempo. I don't care how it go. I don't care how good the defense play. It's still going to come down to this defense line. I remember we was getting ready for the playoffs. Jimmy did this two or three times when we was getting ready for the playoffs. He would come, never coming out our offensive line meeting room until the last game of the year, going mm. into the first playoff game. Mm. And three times he did, he said, fellas, I need for y'all to be as good as y'all can be as a unit mm. because I have skilled players. I need for y'all to be the best y'all can be so these guys can, can do what they need to do. Now, Jimmy was a defensive guy. He hung out with mm. the defense. Right. But he knew in the playoffs your quarterback had to be standing strong yeah. Yeah. And, 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 be, and, and be flawless. And you better be running yeah. that ball. Yeah. Yeah, you better so be running that ball. So he told us, he said, I got the skill position players. Y'all have to win this for us. So he kind of threw us a little bone, made us feel like we were <laughs> right. doing something <laughs> made special. Made you feel important. Yeah. Made, you, made you feel important in that but room. Th huh? I you believe that. And you know, what happens here, and I don't know if it happens in other cities, right? Did San Francisco go into overtime to beat was it the Raiders? The Raiders, two just the Raiders a couple yeah. weeks ago, yeah. Did anybody ask them, are you no. this team or are yeah, you that absolutely. team? Absolutely, no, I agree. they won. That's right. Right? Did anybody ask Kansas City when they struggled with Houston? What, yeah. Or lost to Indianapolis. Yeah. Or lost to Indianapolis. But the thing that hurts the Dallas Cowboys, the thing that hurts us, number one, you got to understand we're the, we're the most recognizable team. Mm -hmm. So when you don't have back-to-back -back games where you show people what you can be, or you don't go at least into the second round of the playoffs, right. people wonder about it. And I understand the you second have round. Little, yeah, a little, yeah. Sweat, a little sweat equity. Yeah. But you're and not so, going to win every game me, by you, 40 you, points. No, you're you, not. You could leave and go uh, uh, to Jacksonville <laughs> where nobody really cares yeah. to now. Uh -huh. exactly. But this is how it is. I know. We created this monster. That, yeah. it it's y'all's fault. Yeah. It's y'all's fault yeah. for winning all these Super Bowls <laughs> hey, right but here. But Tampa's yeah. going yeah. through the same thing. Like you just said, who would have thought that Tampa would have overcame some of the – they lost three straight games earlier yeah. in the season. Like, yes. Who would have thought they would have overcame that? And they're still in trouble in some areas of that team. They're not as strong as, as they've been in the past as well. So right. I, I of all the teams that I wanted to see, <laughs> of all that the teams, that you this is the team that I wanted to you see. You know, I, when, yeah. when they lost that game to Washington, I wanted to be sarcastic, mm. and I didn't think everybody would understand the humor. So I backed off. But I wanted to say, see, they wanted to play Tampa Bay. They didn't want nothing to do with Green <laughs> Bay <laughs> had they won, right? Uh, you got kicked off the plane on that one. <laughs> yeah, you got Look, you didn't have to worry about Green Bay because Green yeah. Bay off themselves in the final game against yeah. the Detroit Lions. Before we go to our next break, Darren, I want to ask you this because this is a defense under Dan Quinn for the second year in a row, number one in the NFL in takeaways, number one in the NFL in turnover differential. What's the difference, though, this time around for this team to be able to have the kind of performance that we've seen from them at times dominate during the regular season, especially during the look, first half of the year. Look, your, your playmakers got make playmakers have to make plays. I honestly feel that way. I think the one thing that really stands out to me is can they, first of all, can they stop the run uh, in the middle of that defense? Mm -hmm. They can't get pushed around the middle of the defense. If they can get them in third <laughs> and long stop, I know where you're going out uh -huh. there, but if they can get them in third and long, that's when they are at their best. They are pass rush specialists, period. That's their strength. They ain't going to just line up 
and muscle you around and stop the run all the time, be consistent that way. But if they get you in third and long, they'll let the dogs loose and, and, and they can make plays on the back end. This is the best safety group I've seen right. them have in a long time. Mm. I mean, they're, they're deep. Curse and so Hooker, Donovan, Donovan Wilson. I yeah. mean, they're, they're deep in that situation. My concern was last week when 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 Deron Bland went down. Right, right. That concerned me last week. Hopefully he's back. He's he back? They think he'll be yeah. back in practice yes. on yeah. Wednesday. And, and you still, I think, I think they 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 really have some guys that can make. They have playmakers on this defense, right. and those guys have to step up and, and, and play at the at, a, at an elite level this week. Nate, I mean, I mean, at one point, one point in the game, you're out there with out three of your top four corners. Right. When Bland yep. goes off, yep. you already, Anthony Brown's out, Jordan Lewis is out. Go what on, do you yep. think's going to happen? They're throwing the ball over to the your left side, their right side, right? That's right. Do you think Tom Brady's already figured oh, that out? Oh, they're taking shots. <laughs> they're definitely taking shots. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin yep. looking their chops. That's, what That's that why that pass rush has to control the quarterback. Right. Yep. Nate, before we go to break, I want to ask you this because looking not just at the offensive line but the offense as a whole, Kellen Moore coming under some criticism, the way things have been falling over the last several weeks. What do you want to see from a game plan standpoint to attack Todd Bowles in this defense? Give us some of the playmakers they have on that defense. Just side. stay even with the chains. Just stay even with the chains. You know, don't 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 put us in a third. We don't need to be third and seven, third and six. If we can stay around uh, third and four, third and five, because they got a great run defense. I'm gonna give them that mm -hmm. credit. But we gotta stay right. Third and five or less, we got to be there yeah. the majority of the time. And third and four is the ideal down to be in. But that, that's what we got to do. And I don't think nothing is wrong with our coordinator. I used to be on him all the time. Mm -hmm. This kid is calling, some, I, I think, some decent games. But now, and I hate to come back to this, can the offensive line execute? That's right. Yeah. I, 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 can they hold up? Can our offensive line hold up at the most important time? That's third down. Keep the chains moving. What do you do on first and second down to enable your coordinator to be able to call this play? You know, the thing about Todd Bowles, he's going to bring pressure. He's yes, going to bring he five down pressure. Can they handle Devin White? Yes. Off the blitz. Can they Can they match up? And, 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 and look, Zeke's going to have to do his job. Pollard's yeah. going to have to do his job to protect him. But, the, but Todd Bowles is going to bring pressure. Yes, he is. Which is going to allow Dak to have some one-on-one -on -one situations right. mm -hmm. that, that can open up. And that's what Del Rio did, right? That's right. He yeah. was aggressive. Yeah. He, he wasn't going to – and yeah. he had nothing to lose either, yeah. by the that's way. That's true. Uh, so he, he was – you knew yeah, he, he was going to be, gonna he be, he be so just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He said, I'm auditioning out here for the first Let's take our next break right here on Cowboys Crosstalk, presented by SWBC. Kevin Gray, 105 through the fan. Nate Newton, our three-time Super Bowl champion. Mickey Spagnuolo, DallasCowboys.com. Darren Woodson, our Cowboys legend, joining us here right here on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Coming up next, let's talk about the mental preparation it takes for this team for these playoffs. We'll do that next on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network right now.
WBC Mortgage's Cowboys Crosstalk. Cross yeah, check this out. Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Back here on Cowboys Crosstalk, presented by SWBC, SWBC PEO, helping to alleviate the administrative burden that comes with running a business. Leave the worrying to us. Visit SWBCPEO.com to find out more. Kevin Gray of 105.3 The Fan. Nate Newton, our three-time Super Bowl champion. Mickey Spagnuolo of DallasCowboys.com. Pro Football Hall of Fame finalist for the class of 2023. Darren Woodson, our Cowboys legend, joining us here live at the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Gentlemen, we're going to take a quick pause here to talk about the mental preparation for the playoffs. Darren, this Cowboys team has a lot of expectations on it given the amount of talent that's on this yeah. team. What does the mental focus and preparation look like during the week of practice, in the meetings, on the practice field, as you get ready for what is the second season that is the postseason? And look, I think that's where the game is won. The game is won not on, on Monday night. It'll be won on the preparation and them uh, paying attention to the details of, of what the game plan looks like. And again, I mean, I can't tell you how much extra film work you got to do a little bit more extra field work. You got to put in a little extra time. And I, I said it earlier, your leaders have to stand up and call you to the, to the mat. They got the, the Tyron Smith's got to, depending on what your legacy wants to be in this league, mm. I'm serious. What, what, what does your legacy want to be with Zach Martin? You want to be a guy who's, uh, who, who always got, got close but never got there? Yeah. Well, these are the times where you have to step up and be the, that type of leader. And it's not just those guys. I'm talking the coaching staff. Everyone needs to hold themselves accountable for this week in the preparation and leading up to this extra film doing the little things and then finding out what happens on what once you get to Nate said it early once you get there on Monday you've already put that work in game is won yeah you've already won that game Nate yeah. who was the guy in that locker room offensively defensively that knew what time it was to get the team and rally them together to know what kind of moment y'all had to prepare for you know what uh our defense as a whole was kind of like that I, if you go back and you name our star players, Darren Woodson, uh, even James Washington, yeah. uh, Charles Haley, Ken Norton, if you the beat go Tony Tober, all of these guys were natural uh, guys that saw a bigger picture. Right. They saw themselves in a bigger rim. Now guys like such as myself, who was hard partiers and had like to have fun, <laughs> I had to be pulled to the side. I, I'm serious, I had to be pulled to the side. Coach John's like, hey man, you gonna get some extra film? I see you already gathering your bags. <laughs> wow. You know, Thanks, I, Coach. I, yeah, I, I was on my I, way yeah. to the room. You're right, Coach. I was on my way. You're right. I, no, you're not. I'm not joking. Uh, Eric Williams was like that. He was a natural film studier. Mm. And so when the playoffs came, big fella, big fella. Come yeah. on, you know, can we get a little extra? I, I'm being honest. Yeah. Mark Tourney was like that. Everybody's not built like that. So certain guys that, that could reach out and touch that guy who's not like that. Right. It, you know, and so now you sitting there, and I'm looking at Woody. I'm looking at Eric. I'm like, wow, these dudes are doing everything they can because they have a bigger picture. Right. And so that made me, I knew when playoff came, the partying cut down drastically. Yep. The, the acting the fool cut down. The jokes weren't as, uh, as much when yeah. I walked in the door. It was lockdown yeah. time. The practices yeah. were crisp. Yes. Like you got through practices. Yes. And again, I, I always, when I first came in the league my first year, I was so nervous to be the guy. Like I didn't want to be the guy that let down James Washington and Ken Norton yeah. and Thomas Everett. I didn't want to be that guy. Like, I didn't want them to be like, hey, I gave up a touchdown in the game, and they look at me and go, it's because you, you wasn't in there <laughs> right. studying right. film. They missed your assignment this right. week. Yeah. Nah, uh -huh. dude, I, I wasn't going to be that dude. And yeah. that's the same thing. You've got to hold each other accountable 
in this time of the year because it's one and done. You lose. This is not baseball where you got seven games. This yeah. is not basketball. There's no got, next week. No, man, it's one and done. So it put everything in the pre preparation leading up to this. That's right. Easier or harder to play the same team again that you played earlier in the season? Man, that was so long ago. Yeah. I mean, it's always harder when you're playing like you're playing a red. You know, like that year I, I you guys dang, played Philadelphia. Yeah. The Washington football uh, team. The, Washington the, football the commanders, team. yes. yes. Yeah, I, I get it. Uh -huh. You played Philadelphia again for the yeah. third time. Yeah, but You guys did that. But Tampa, no. I, I, that was the first game of the season. You've had a full season to get through. I, I don't think it matters just going around. Either way. Either, Either way. Either harder. No. 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 They're like a different team. You're They're a different, different team. team everything. Right? We've, we've, we've had to go through ups and downs. They've sure. gone through theirs at the same time. Totally different team. It's one game. Let's take our final break here on Cowboys Crosstalk, presented by SWBC. Kevin Gray, 105, three the fan. SW. Nate Newton, <laughs> three-time Super Bowl champion. Yeah, SW. Mickey Spagnola, DallasCowboys.com, yeah, and our SW. Cowboys legend, Darren Woodson, live at the Cowboys Club. Coming up next, we're going to catch up with our Cowboys legend. It has been 15 years in the making, but you can call him Pro Football Hall of Fame finalist, class of 2023. Let's talk about the journey with Darren Woodson. We do it next on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network.
WBC Mortgage's Cowboys Crosstalk. Cross yeah, Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Final time here on this Wednesday night at the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. This Cowboys Crosstalk presented by SWBC. Let's thank our final partner on this Wednesday evening, Liberty Tax. Liberty Tax is a proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Schedule an appointment today at libertytax.com slash cowboys. Kevin Gray of 105 through the fan. Our three-time Super Bowl champion, Nate Newton, DallasCowboy.com. Mickey Spagnola, hashtag M-I-Z-Z-O-U. And, of course, Pro Football Hall of Fame finalist class of 2023. He is also the all-time leading tackler in Dallas Cowboys history. Darren Woodson joining us live at the Cowboys Club. Darren, a moment for you. Walk me through this moment. 15 years in the making. Now a Pro Football Hall of Fame finalist for the very first time. Just describe what this journey has been to get to this moment to be on the cusp of knocking on Canton's door. It's like a roller coaster ride, Kevin. I, it's and it's been that way. You know, like, you know, I would I would be lying to you, and I've had so many. Even Mick has probably known that I've lied and been like, ah, <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, bullshit. Excuse my language, <laughs> but it's the reality, man. The reality is like you play this game for a reason. Like I can remember. Waking up early in the morning every day at 5:15 and getting to the to the to the locker room to get treatment and working out and doing all the little things that it took. Like, I mean, those are the, that's the work that I put in, man. Yeah. And, and and I know my peers and the guys that played with me, they saw the work that I put in. And here's the thing that really, that really, you know, has been on me for the longest time. Like, in all those years of playing on those teams. And so many, I mean, I'm talking about number one defenses. I'm talking about defenses that went into the Super Bowl, turned the ball over five times. And, yeah. You know, we had uh, cases where Larry Brown was a Super Bowl MVP. Heck, James Washington probably could have been the Super Bowl MVP in 93, right? Yes, sir. We had so many great players that played in that time. And I want to represent those dudes, man. Yeah. I mean, we won championships because the way our defense played, of course, our offense was, was outstanding. But... You know, I want to represent those dudes, man, and that's that's what really drives me and has always felt like, you know, I want to be in because I want to stand up there one day and say, man, these these are my dogs. Yeah. They used to hunt uh, and, yes, and name them all and name every last one of them, man, that won those championships with me. Nate, the bona fides speak for themselves when it comes to Darren Woodson's career. Why does Darren Woodson belong in the Pro Football Hall of Fame as you know him as a teammate? Because he, he – he, the things he just said, the greatness, he was the, he was, it was brought to my attention while you was playing. Woody, look at Woody down there in the slot. Even today, you can't find safeties. Yeah, I hear about Curse, great guy. He's down the, on the tight end. Woody was on wide receivers, yeah. covering them year in, year out. He played on all four major special teams. Year in and year out. For his he whole made, career. He made yeah, plays. He made, <laughs> he made plays for us. See, you know, yes, he's a hell of a man off the field, but he was equally a hell of a man on the field. If these guys, old and young, would go and watch the film, you know, I, I, I make nothing against you, but it's one thing to go and say, hey, what do you think about this guy? Won't you go watch some film? Yeah. Or when this guy played. And, and he came in as a rookie, forcing issues. They had to debate whether should we start him now, should we wait a year, should we start? And when he finally started, he never looked back. He was an integral part 
He was one of the few guys that could speak to our offense, and we would look as a whole team. You know, everybody. Command in the room. I'm serious. Yeah. As much as we love Emmett, Emmett yeah. going to crying and whining. Like, Emmett gets where it's at. I'm being honest. I'm lying. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm not going to set my teammate down. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. But <laughs> when Woody said, hey, fellas, come on. I wouldn't have got you the ball back two times in a row. Yeah. yeah we get more than five plays. <laughs> we need the rest. You know, that was so funny. You know, when I, I, I think yeah. about our teams back then. You talked about the volatility and the things that yeah. were said mm. on the sidelines to one like, another. I mean, we're championship teams, but we used to go at each yes. other. Shut up, mind your own business. Like, yeah. fighting and all this <laughs> stuff. Like, but that, that's what—that's how we were made. That's how yeah. Jimmy brought this team together. And that's why we were champions, because we could get over it. Like, yeah, maybe I said some, and Newt would cuss me out on the yeah. sidelines. Yeah. But whatever, right? <laughs> and then we get in, the, get in the locker room and they'd be like, all right, you know, hey, it is what it is. Hey, where are we going tonight? Where are we going yeah. tonight? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you all knew what the collective goal was. That's right. In winning win championships. Championship. That's yes. right. And all three units needing to be together in that way. Mickey, when you look at Darren's career, make the case for him I, if you're going in that room. You know room. what? I don't know how he has gone through the roller coaster. Yeah. Because I'm almost tired of going blue in my face trying to explain to people how he was important to this team and those championships. I've said it over and over again. He was the heart and soul of that defense. Jimmy Johnson told me after your rookie year when he came in from Arizona State yeah. and Jimmy was like, well, he was a hybrid linebacker. We want him to play safety. I don't know about the transition. We'll just let him play special teams. Mm. After that year, before the 93 season started, Jimmy came up to me and he goes, that was one of the biggest mistakes I made in my coaching career. He wow. was ready to play as mm. a rookie. Yeah, mm. man, I'm telling and, you. And, and he was right. And I'm guessing Joe Avizano was thinking, oh, I'm great. I, <laughs> he can stay I on special teams all he wants. I got Jared Woodson <laughs> out here, right? Yeah. And, and all I've told people when they ask me about him, I said, don't look at the stats. Now, if you want to look at a stat, think about all the great defensive players the Cowboys have had. No one's had more tackles than him. That should mm. mean a lot. But all I tell people is turn on the tape. Yes. Just turn the oh, tape, tape on, on. Yeah. and yes. watch what he's done and what he did. And tell me these other safeties got, got in, they can't hold a candle to him. Yeah. Right? He, John Lynch, are you kidding me? And I see, you know, somebody brought up last week, Carnell Lake. Carnell Lake, okay, fine. He was a stealer, <laughs> right? This, this, this get me going on this, is, yeah. you know, and, and I've saved myself from writing this yet, and I'm waiting for the right time. Mm. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of the guys that votes, he, he came in before the Washington game to cover the Cowboys for a couple days, and I started on him. Mm. And, I, and he, he's oh, about. Oh, man, don't, don't mess us up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, we probably had this Nick, man. Boom. Nick said he's like going to yeah, stump for his guy right already. Now, yeah. I just wanted yeah. to make sure when I asked him about, you know, safeties. And, and he goes, yeah, I know, I know. And yeah. He covered the Bears. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. I, there's, I don't know what else we can say. Yeah. Right? They got to listen at some point. But just turn the tape on. Got That's about three minutes left before we get out of here and we hope that Canton's door is waiting for you to be oh opened man, into immortality you because wow, you God, deserve that call and it is high time wow. that Darren Woodson be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So best of luck to you Thank and you. the rest of your journey as you get ready to step into Canton's doors. Let's talk about this real quick before we go. 
Cowboys, Bucks, Monday Night Football, 7-15 in Tampa. I'm not going to ask Nate because I know what Nate going to say. He's going to pick the Cowboys, Cowboys by one. to handle the business either by one or by 100. <laughs> it don't matter by hook or by crook. Nate says the Cowboys are going to win, so don't even worry about you, Nate. I got you. Mickey, real quick, 30 seconds. Tell me why the Cowboys defeat Tom Brady. Because I think they're a Buccaneers. better team. They're a better team, and they need to play like they are a better team. I saw something, you know, everybody makes a big deal about running the football, and I know you got to run the football. Tampa Bay has, other than the opening game, they haven't run the football. Mm. You know how many times Tom Brady's thrown the ball this year? Take a guess. A what would be normal? Yeah. 733 mm, attempts. Wow. Right. 733. They've only run the ball like four or 500 times. Right. So I'm thinking you stop the run, <laughs> unlike they did in the first game, and get after him because you know where he's going to be. These last quarterbacks they played, yeah. they're all over the place, right? right? He's right. going to be right there. So I, this defense has to play well. And this thing about 7-0 and against the Cowboys, you know when's the first time he beat the Cowboys? His oh, last yeah. year. Yeah, last year, yeah, His right. last year. So Darren's yeah. like, I know all too well. Yeah. There's I know no, all too well. There's nobody on this team that lost that game, right? right? right. So, again, 7-0 and doesn't matter. As, as they asked J. Ron Kirst today about it, and he said, they said, how badly do you want to beat Tom Brady? He said, I want to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah. mm. real mm. bad. Right. And it's a team, not – we're talking losing to Brady when he was going to the Super Bowl. That's right. Yep. Right? Yeah. yeah. So 30 seconds before we let you have the last man, word, Darren. Look, your veteran players, man, the dogs that have been in that room that have, yeah. have gone through it for so long. The, the, again, I'm going to go with those, those names again, the Zach Martins, the Tyron Smiths, the, you know, D-Law. Like, I'm looking at those dudes. I'm looking at D-Law to have a huge game. And I, and I know the dude on the other side gets yeah. a lot of the pup. Sure. But when it's the, stopping the run, becoming a leader, being a leader, rushing the passer, doing all the little things, man, D-Law, this is his time. This is their time. This is the yeah. time when those veteran players are going to step up and, and represent this organization in the right way. I'm, I'm picking them to win this football game. Dallas Cowboys take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Wild Card Weekend on Monday Night Football, 7-15 on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network, 105 through the fan. The 12-5 Dallas Cowboys take on the 8-9 Tampa Bay Buccaneers, winners of the NFC South. Winner moves on, loser goes home. Mm. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch on Monday Night Football. As always, appreciate my man Nate Newton wow. live at the Cowboys Club here at the Star wow. in Frisco. My man Mickey Spagnola of DallasCowboys.com. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much to our Thank Cowboys you, legend, Darren Thank Woodson, for joining you. us here Thank on you. this Wednesday night. Wow. My name is Kevin Gray. This has been Cowboys Crosstalk, presented by SWBC on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Cowboys, Bucks, Monday Night Football, 7-15, the cap-off Wild Card Weekend. Y'all be good. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this,